to episode 196 of the Walking Through Games podcast, where Clint walks Mark through games. I'm Mark. I'm Clint. And we're back for another week. I just, I'm sure I say it exactly the same every week, the intro, but uh, today I felt like the meaning of the words was not there while I said that. But anyway, this is the podcast where you walk me through games. It and is. I learned it about is. things. That's all right. Because <laughs> I barely I play it's... any games otherwise. Well, sometimes you do. You just... Yeah, well, sometimes. Very, very rarely. Very rarely. <laughs> I mean, I did back in the day. That's the whole point, you know? Yeah, you, of course. I, I vicariously lived through you. Well, kind of. It's like my secret gaming life. Not yeah, really, exactly. because, you know, it's rare that you'll say something that gets me really excited. But anyway, it's still nice hearing about what's going on in the world of games, and I'm sure for other people, they can laugh at how ignorant I am. Well, funnily <laughs> enough that you say that, I did put a piece of news in here today that I thought you would at least find interesting. There you go, man. See, see, the yeah. things you do for me on this show. I know, Beautiful. exactly. See, I look out. Keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. All right, sweet. Well, what'd you play this week? Did you get into any cool games? Did you beat anything? I, I did. I, I did beat one game. you got to be on an all-time roll, I reckon. I don't think you've ever gone this many weeks in a row beating stuff. Eh? It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I got, I got to the 53 last year, so I must have been beating them pretty consistently last year. Well, it's because we had a hiatus. You had more time to play that's games. True, that's true. true. <laughs> well, admittedly, uh, I'm trying to... I'm trying to get one done every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and some you're getting ahead because you've done two a couple of weeks and stuff. So, and you did three yeah. last week. Right? And I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to beat something early. So generally, I'm trying to find some games that don't take as long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm in the interim. Well, that's then, to supplement the long games that you're playing. Yeah, exactly. Because I've months, got. Yeah. I'm I'm actually playing through. I can. I'll, I won't talk about it too much, but I've started playing through the Division Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, but cool. it's very much uh, even so. It's because it's meant to be a multiplayer game. Yeah, as in you can still do your missions, and it's got a story and stuff. But you can play through all those story missions in multiplayer. So it's, I think it's more meant to be a yeah, multiplayer yeah, yeah. game. But I'm playing it solo. So just to talk to start with. So I'm up to the point where the story mission that I'm up to is mm. recommended level level 12 and I'm only level 9. Yeah. So to level up I have to go do side missions which I don't really want to do. I kind of just want to play the story and get through it. Yeah, totes, totes. But to be able to do that I'm going to have to level up at least a little bit. Is that going to feel grindy or Yeah, I don't know, but admittedly then uh, I hit Daniel Hambrick up the other day cuz he's been playing it a fair yeah. bit. And I said, "Hey man, do you want to run me through the story sometime?" and he was like, "Yeah, for sure." So, nice. I'll hook that up with him, and then hopefully I'll yeah, be able to play awesome. through it. Friend of the show, another friend of the show. We'll have yeah, to bring exactly. him on one day. Yeah, because he's he said he's like level, so he's hit the level cap, and then he's gone past that now. Yeah, cool. So he should be able to to just run me through. So that should be yeah, good. sweet. Is he living in Harvey Bay these days, or is he still in Maribor? No, he's still in Maribor, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, there you go. There you yeah, go. He's you still could, around. You know, hook him up one day, bring him on the show. I'd yeah, I'm sure he'd be keen. Talk to him in ages. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll um. Yeah, I'll send him a message. I'm sure he'd be keen to do it sometime. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Alrighty, so then getting into what I actually played and beat, I because I've been looking through as well, because my, my PS4, actually my PS4 and my Xbox are both running low on space. Oh, yeah. So I've been Not trying surprising. to pick games that take up more space that I can delete once I beat them. Because <laughs> you can actually sort it's them. such up. an awesome, like, you know, 
arbitrary reason of a picking games, but it's perfect. It has full utility. I love it. It does, yeah. And well, it's and, not well, arbitrary, and it's I guess. Good because not really, you, can actually, you know. Well, you can actually sort them both, like the Xbox and the PS4. You can sort the games into most awesome. space to least space. Yeah, so you're not the only one doing this. <laughs> yeah, so it makes it easy for me to work it out. Yeah, so, cool. funnily enough, behind this one, so so the game that I played and beat is is actually part of a trilogy. Nice. So, similar to the Crash one, I played Spyro the Dragon. Oh, yeah. Well, that had a big resurgence, right? Yeah. So, they released it as the Spyro, uh, the Reignited Trilogy. Mm. So, it's the, the three games that AKA came out. Uh, so, I played the first one, reboot. Spyro the Dragon. So, funnily enough, on the PlayStation, when I was looking through the games that took up the most space... I looked at this one and it was like second or third on the list at about 63 gig. Wow, that's massive. Well, that's what I thought too. So then I played through this, right? And then I went back into my storage to see what other games I could play because I didn't really feel like playing the second one back to back. Yeah. So I went back in and it must have done an update or something because now the game only takes up like 33 gig. (laughs) awesome so i was like oh oh well maybe i'll play something else then instead yeah totally but then yeah well it's funny yeah talking about games taking up a lot of space um matt hadsley was telling me the other day that he didn't update for like the newest call of duty yeah it takes up 170 gig gig, man yeah mental yeah it's the biggest one on my ps4 170 gig oh that is insane that is insane anyway so spyro how was it man was as good as you remember it from back in the day on ps1 it's actually it I don't know if it's just me, but it feels a lot easier. Oh, of course it would be. Well, you say that, but Crash was not easier. (laughs) It was Oh, that's true. Well, by name it wasn't. It's meant to be insane. (laughs) Well, well, the devs actually stated that Crash was harder as well because of the way that they programmed the jumps. Yeah. The latency in the jumps was a tiny millisecond difference from the original game. Yeah. And so apparently... People were getting frustrated, and they said, "There's a reason you're getting frustrated because it is actually harder." Crazy. Why would yeah. you make it harder? Whereas this time? one, so I played through Spyro the Dragon, probably five hours, six hours. Yeah, fair enough. Something like Did that. It yeah, use it was the Rumble Pack. That's like my only memory of that game. It's one of the first games I ever played that used the Rumble Pack. And okay. The dual yeah. analog sticks. Well, like the when controller they went from has no built analog in Rumble features to now. having analog sticks. Yeah. 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 But it I has built in Rumble that time. for the Circuit controls. 1996 or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was good. It was fun. It's... Were the Rumbles good? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, it's built into all the controllers now, so you never miss out anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I just think about like it, it just seems so weird. I remember at the time it was like, Whoa, you know, like you'd walk over like some mud or something and it'd be like insane amount of rumble. I'm sure it's a lot more subtle these days. Well, do you remember oh, even the sixty four you had to buy the separate rumble pack for it to work? Yeah, I remember. And it went in like your memory card slot, right? Yeah, it did, yeah. Or was it a separate slot? I can't even remember. No, no, no. It was where the memory card went, yeah. 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 Interesting. Anyway, so yeah, it was it was fun. And it, it's I, I think it is good because it would cater to that younger audience again. So I remember because oh, Josh played it when he was a kid yeah, as well. So I think that's really good in, in regards to that. I suppose they did potentially make it easy. I'm not saying that they did, but 
it seems like it is. Like I remember the gliding being really hard to pinpoint yeah. the accuracy of it. Mm. Whereas in this one, I had no issues at all. How many years since you played it though? Maybe you're just a better gamer. <laughs> well, that's true because it would be like I would, I would it, her high school, early high school. Oh, totally. So what well, I was in what year nine or something in ninety six. Twenty years, twenty two years or something. Like six then. Yeah. So you probably weren't even in high school yet. No, probably not. But yeah, so anyway, it looks really good though. Uh, they've done really well in doing that remaster. It looks great, plays well. I'm very happy with it. So I, yeah, as I said, I played it on PS4, gave it a four out of five. Yeah, that's pretty good. So it's made me look forward to the second one. I'm looking forward to getting into the second one now. Because I don't even remember if I did play the second or third one. Whereas Crazy. I do remember playing all three of the Crash games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I don't yeah. even remember there being sequels to Spyro. But did yeah. Spyro have that spin-off called Skylanders? Wasn't that a spin-off from Spyro? It's not a spin-off, but it, it kind of had Spyro tagged to it in a way. Yeah, he was in it. I know he was one of the characters. Or yeah, whatever. but it's not it's, really. That makes like, it a spin-off, doesn't it? It was the same universe. It's it not. No, it's not the same universe. I don't think it's. It's just a. Okay. It, it's made by the same devs. Yeah. So this new and it remaster. Has in it. <laughs> this new remaster is done by those toys. Toys for Bob, I think they're called. Ah, okay. And yeah. yeah, the Skylanders games were done by Toys for Bob as well. Yeah, fair enough. Funnily, it's funny you say that though, because I, after playing this, I said to Josh the other day, it's made me feel like going back to play Skylanders again. Really. And I actually have, I think I have two games of the Skylanders that came out that I haven't even played yet. Crazy. But I have okay. all the characters and stuff sitting in a box. So I might... Well, I remember one EB Games Expo we went to that was just going mental over a new Skylanders game that was coming out. No, that was the original so one. Like... Oh, was it? Yeah, that was oh, the original God. one. Oh, that was a long time ago. When did we go to that? Uh... EB Games Expo. Must have been ages ago. Yeah. Like 2010 would... or 11 or something. Yeah, it would have been like six or seven years ago now. Crazy. Okay. Well, that's like 10 years ago. Or maybe it's 2000. I, I can't remember exactly when it was. I can't remember. We, I'd have notes on it from doing the podcast. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, it's... no. Would you though? I think we went, it might have been before the podcast. No, it wasn't, was it man. It was because remember we gave the ticket away for it. Oh, no. You're talking yeah, about, no, 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 you're right. This was before that. It you're was right, the one before was that. Really that's little. what I'm saying, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're right. Mm. Yeah, I don't think we even were. I, that was like the old podcast, like the really old one. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, interesting. What was that called? Two Six Reviews. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can probably look it up right now. Do you want me to just yeah, you look it up? Could. Sure. Let's see if I can find it. Well, it only uh, comes to Brisbane every however many years or whatever. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I do remember like there was this massive booth of Skylanders. I'm like, what the hell is this? And that must have been it because it was a new game at the time. Yeah, yeah, and it was. And remember they were giving it out? Remember they were giving out? They were giving out Skylander figurines. Oh, were they? No, I don't really remember that. Because we missed out because they only had a certain amount. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Oh, and that I think that might be the first EB Games Expo. That was the one where you where you um, signed up to Game Informer and like it made you like level four. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, you're right. EB EB Games member. Made me level three. A level three, yeah. Yeah. So you got to level four quicker. From the looks of this, there's a video that says EB Games Expo 2011 Activision Booth Tour. Yeah, that would have been it, 2011. Yeah, and I searched EB Games Expo Skylanders, so. 
Yeah, that would be it. Cool. So there 2011, there you go. So I was pretty close. So, I knew it was around that time, 2010, 11. Yeah, so nine years ago. Because I just moved ago. back from so, Melbourne. Yes, it was I well I just before the podcast. What's that? Nine years ago. So well before. Well, not well before. We started at the very beginning, like like the first day of 2014, we recorded the first episode. So that's only, what, two years later? Yeah. Three years later. You know what I'm saying. Well, if it was like November or October in 2011 or whatever. But you're right. It was the the 2-6 reviews or whatever before that. It would have been around that time. We might have yeah. already recorded the 2-6 reviews. If not, it would have been within a couple of months of that. Yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. It had far higher production value than this podcast, but anyway... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I think, well, we only did one episode, I think, and that was it. I think we did two, but yeah, it wasn't sustainable. Way no. too high production value. Yeah. Anyway, so Spyro the Dragon, first Great. game, totally worth Obviously family up. friendly. Yeah, and totally worth picking up the trilogy because you get three games for the price of one. Yeah, for sure. And it's the sort of thing that will go on special, right? Yeah, I think you can get it for pretty cheap these days. Yeah, cool. So I'm looking forward to playing the second and third one. As I said, because I don't think I did ever play the second and third one. I know of them, but yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think I... I mean, maybe if you said to me how many Spyros were there, I'd be like, oh, there could have been more than one. That's as much as I would remember. Well, there are a lot of spin-off ones because I was having a look to see how many there are. Oh, okay. And there are a lot of spin-off ones on like Game Boy Advance and and other consoles like that. Oh, yeah, like legit spin-offs as opposed to Skylands, which is reaching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So really? I'll have to have a oh, look. Sweet. Could... Was that all you played this week or did you get to play some other stuff? No, that's all I played. As I said, I've been playing a bit of the Division 2 now. Yeah. Um, and I'm still playing a bit of Cat Quest 2 as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm awesome. digging that, man. It's it's takes me back to the original game. It's really fun. Yeah, that's cool. But it has a few different mechanics, as I said. So, yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. It's great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Sweet. So what's happening in the news this week, man? Anything fun? Yeah. Yes, there's yeah, there was a, there's a really good piece I left till the end because uh, it's actually uh, an like an announcement of all the shows that they're doing instead of E3. So oh, I'll leave okay, that till cool. the yeah. End. Well, I knew that'd be coming soon, so that's interesting. Yeah, so I'll leave that till the end. So we'll get into the other stuff. So first things Sweet. first, a Swedish retailer by the name of Inet has listed a Metroid Prime trilogy for Nintendo Switch with a release date of June nineteenth. Interestingly enough, this is the retailer that originally listed the game years ago. There's been other whispers from insiders about the game for years, and it's obviously likely that the trilogy could have been pushed back when Metroid Prime 4 development essentially restarted. It's a bit of a no-brainer that the Metroid Prime trilogy would come to Nintendo Switch with Metroid Prime 4 on the way, but June 19th does feel a little bit soon. So sure does. I do agree with that because that's only a couple of weeks away. <laughs> Yeah. It would be amazing if it comes out on the 19th of June. It's literally a fortnight away. Yeah, totally. That would be perfect game for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then... Have you played all the originals? Uh, yeah, I played... Yeah, so I played that trilogy. I've played the three games. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, interestingly enough, the 19th of June is also the release date of The Last of Us 2. Oh, there you go. That's going to be huge. That's so they be will huge. be competing with The Last of Us 2. Yeah, awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, so, But yeah, I'm, I'm keen. I mean, that's, like, that'll be... I don't think that's even really a competition. You know what I mean? Like the kind of people who are going to buy Super Metroid versus the kind of people who are going to buy... Not, not to say people won't buy both, but I'm saying like 
I don't think Last of Us is going to necessarily steal sales from Metroid Prime. Very but true. I think especially, they're both yes, independent of right. each other. They're both going to potentially be huge. Because generally, especially younger audience, would either be exclusive PlayStation, Nintendo, or Xbox type thing. So you're yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, so then it's been reporting that this year's iteration of Call of Duty will be called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. The leak was originally posted by known COD insider Akami13. But yeah, has I been... think you've already told me about that, right? Uh, no, I don't think we talked about it that I can remember. No, I'm pretty sure you have. I'm sure I've heard that before. There was the Cold War. You must have okay, told well, me about that original rumor. It's been backed up by Eurogamer. Uh, so similar to Modern Warfare last year, this is expected to be a soft reboot of the Black Ops series. A reveal of the game is expected in the coming weeks, as Call of Duty games are typically revealed in May. Call of Duty Warzone has begun teasing the reveal with locked bunkers, which appear as though they'll keep hinting at the Cold War setting as time goes on. Players have already been able to access one of the bunkers, which currently has telephones inside, which ring and play out a Russian voice, which translates to all forces, the base is captured, change the encryption, Right away, Roger. They're getting close. So it shouldn't be long before we know more about the next Call of Duty game. Cool. Yeah. So I think that's cool that they're putting in, like, teasers into the Modern Warfare game that's out at the moment. Oh, yeah, like yeah, them. yeah. It's awesome. Because I think they would be different companies too, which I like that. There's that symmetry between the two companies. It's good. Mm. Alrighty. So then Microsoft has just dropped a massive blog post dealing how detailing how Xbox Series X will be the most compatible next-generation console at launch. It's well worth reading the whole blog post, but the key takeaways are currently thousands of games from Xbox One, Xbox 360, OG Xbox are playable on Xbox Series X. Backwards-compatible games will run natively on Xbox Series X hardware, running with the full power of the CPU, GPU, and SSD. Xbox Series X will deliver innovative HDR reconstruction that will bring HDR support to older Xbox and Xbox 360 games. A new innovation will allow the frame rate of select titles to be doubled from 30 to 60 frames per second and from 60 to 120 frames per second. The load times of older games have been shortened and resolution increased to maximum potential. And Quick Resume, the feature that allows you to jump between several games instantly, will work on backwards compatible games as well. So that's pretty cool. I like that. Oh, that that's going to be a huge selling point, man. Between that, which is going to be huge for people, and the payment plan they're offering, I yeah, well, that's gonna Telstra sell a lot of is consoles. doing that. Do you, or do you mean Game Pass? Do you mean Game Pass? I don't know what it's called. Remember how you told me they've got like a plan where you can like have the Xbox and just pay it off monthly? You know? Oh yeah, well that's through Telstra. Oh okay, I thought that was a Microsoft. No, initiative. no, that's through Telstra. Oh okay, because I'm with Telstra, one. so yeah, I can uh, take advantage of that. But I think in saying, as I said, if I, I thought you were talking about Game Pass, I think with mixed with this and having a Game Pass subscription. Mm. which is that monthly subscription where you just don't have to buy any games because the games get put onto Game Pass the day of release. Yeah. Because uh, the new... Actually, I want to... I'm going to start, hopefully, this week as well. Uh, the new Minecraft game came out, came out. It's called Minecraft Dungeons. Ah. And it's like a Diablo version of Minecraft. It's a dungeon crawler. 
Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm pretty keen to play that. The kids, I've been talking to Thomas and Grace about it, and you can play four-player co-op on the one screen. Oh, that's awesome. So Is it not going to be, like, yeah. scary? I suppose it's just Minecraft, so it won't really be scary. No, no. I saw Nick was streaming it the other day, actually. Cool. Yeah, so it looks really cool. He said it's Minecrafty, but it's, yeah, that dungeon crawler aspect. Awesome. So it looks really cool. So I'm keen to get into that. I've been, yeah, talking to Grace and Thomas. They're pretty excited about playing it. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm sure if uh, Lucy comes over, I'm sure she'll get to have a go. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Alrighty, so this is the piece of news that I said that you would hopefully be excited about. Well, I don't know if you'll be excited, but you'll find it interesting, I hope. <laughs> uh, nice. So Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition has received a release date of August 27th worldwide on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, iOS, and Android per Square Enix PR and a new trailer. Nice. Crystal Chronicles was trash, though. I know, but nostalgia. I put so many hours into that game, and it was so trash. But anyway, yeah. all good. Maybe the remaster will be better. Yeah, well... um. It's funny that this that this popped up in my feed actually because at Mum's the other day, when I was still querying about where the cords were and stuff and all the other stuff was still missing, yeah, she was like, "Oh, there's a Mario bag out in the front room that's yours because I've never touched it." And I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." And I was having a look, so inside it, and I don't know if she told you about it yet, but inside it was her old video camera, her handheld camcorder. Oh, okay. That took the that took the cassette tapes. Yeah, 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 mini DV tapes. Yeah, so that was in there. And then it was all your other GameCube games. So Tales of Symphonia, Crystal Chronicles. Like all the ones that you were going to give me, I think. I thought I'd already given them to you. Well, I thought you had <laughs> too. But I I think that bag must have been... Because I think that Mario bag was yours. Oh, okay. So I think potentially that just got left and, and we forgot about it. Yeah, So I enough. found that and there was a... There's something else in there too. Anyway, so I told her that you... It's all yours, man. <laughs> well, I told her that you might want the camera. Cause oh, I I'll thought... take the camera if she doesn't want it. I thought that you could take it to school because your kids might find it cool because it's an older one. Yeah, it's not that much older. Yeah, okay. But, anyway. you know, it's interesting. Like, you could do a music video on it or something just to make it look like it's 20 years old, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I just found it... It was funny because, yeah, I found Crystal Chronicles and then read this piece of news. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. So, anyway, yeah, cool. so, however, the release date for iOS and Android versions is subject to change. Square Enix did not just give out a release date for Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. They also announced a few gameplay details and features. The new Imitate system, which allows you to alter a player's appearance and voice to mimic other characters, online multiplayer with cross-platform play, a higher difficulty mode, and newly recorded narration, theme songs, and character voices. So, there cool. you go. All right, so then the PlayStation 5 is just months away from its holiday 2020 launch, but we still don't know everything about the device. That's going to change soon. Sony's planning a PS5 event for June 3rd. According to sources familiar with the company's plans, Bloomberg is separately collaborating this date. Uh, it's important to note that this is only the current plan. The company is trying to lock down its promotional efforts for the PS5, but it also knows it must remain flexible during the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. While the June 3rd reveal should provide the best look yet at the PS5, don't expect Sony to give away every detail about its next-gen system. The company could withhold price and release timing for another date. 
The price for the PS5 is still especially subject to fluctuations. Sony wants to launch at a competitive price tag, but it also doesn't want to take a loss on hardware. Now, Sweet. there's some uh, extra bits on top of this now. So Sony announced that PS5 reveal event will take place on Friday, June 5th at 6am Australian Eastern Standard Time. So it was a couple of days after. The event is, yeah, nice. uh, is being called the Future of Gaming and Sony says it'll last a bit more than an hour and showcase the games coming to PS5. Sony says the games coming to PS5 represent the best in the industry from innovative studios that span the globe with both bigger and smaller studios taking the spotlight. Don't expect absolutely everything to be revealed as Sony has confirmed that this is the first of many updates that will take place in the lead up to this holiday's release. Now, on top of that, update after that came out, Sony has made the decision to postpone this week's PS5 reveal event until a later unspecified date. The event was set to last around an hour and showcase range of games coming to PS5. The decision was made as there's clearly more important things going on in the United States of America and voices that need to be heard ahead of an event like this. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's a really good move by them, I think. Yeah. Well, I figure it gives them more time to get their stuff organized to totally polish some more videos like you know what this i mean the thing if you're not going to be announcing a release date anyway then what's the point so yeah so it just gives them more time to polish everything up i figure so Dads. i'm i'm still keen and i'm happy to hear about it whenever it happens awesome yeah uh so in an interview with game industry biz or dot biz that went live after sony announced their future of gaming event earlier this morning sony's president jim ryan has confirmed that it'll be taking the opposite approach to next gen games than xbox Jim Ryan said that while Sony knows that only a small percentage of PS4 owners will convert to PS5 at launch, they still believe in generations and that when you go to the trouble of creating a whole new console, developers should be able to utilize features that are exclusive to that console that the previous generation does not include. He went on to say that we are thinking that it is a time to give the PlayStation community something new, something different that can really only be enjoyed on PS5. It's quite the opposite to what Microsoft appear to be doing with the Xbox Series X. They have confirmed that launch titles such as Halo Infinite and any first-party games that launch in the first few years will also be playable on the Xbox One X and Xbox Xbox yeah. One X. I mean, it's a lot easier for them because they're just using DirectX, so it's like you basically just get lower poly counts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, less less well, whatever and, depth or whatever. Well, if you think about it too, PS4 was never compatible with PS3. Yeah, no. There was never any of that backwards compatibility to PS3 or PS2 or PS1. Yeah. So it makes sense that they're doing it again, really. Of course. Because they've just, yeah. that's their, what they do. Mm. As in saying that, I would like to see PS4 games be able to be played on PS5, which is what they have talked about as well. Yeah. So I think if that's the case, that you can still play your older PS4 games, I think that'll still be really good. Yeah. But well, I'm happy I mean, to... expecting a game to get released on PS4 and PS5 is probably, you know, you wouldn't expect that anyway. That's the whole point. You get one the new console because that's where the new games are being released. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what... It's always and... a bit of a, you know, teething period while the transition happens. You know, it'll be two or three years before everything's just PS5. Yeah, well, but it makes sense. And I'm happy to have them utilize that software and hardware to, to get the best out of the game. Yeah, well, it's not like you're not going to be getting a PS5 close to the launch day anyway, so it doesn't affect you. I'd say, I think the, the plan is to use my EB trade money that I've still got sitting there 
to go to mm. PS5 and then do that payment thing for the Xbox. Yeah, totally. All right. So then according to a report originally published by Eurogamer, recently released developer documentation has revealed that all new PlayStation 4 games submitted for certification after July 13th will also need to be fully functional on the upcoming PlayStation 5. So there you go. That's sort of what we were talking about anyway. Yeah. So the document further um, says that what is meant by a title being PS5 compatible, reiterating that a game deemed compatible with the PlayStation 5 must run without any issues on the new console and must provide the same features on the PS5 as it does on the PS4. This requirement will make sure that game developers can't simply flag their game as compatible and then ship a PlayStation 5 version of their game without support for certain features or modes that operate on the PlayStation 4. It's worth noting that these requirements won't apply to games that have an established release date after July 13th, such as Ghost of Tsushima, only two games that are yet to be certified for sale by Sony. So that said, Sony has already made it clear that they strongly recommend that developers consider PS5 compatibility when implementing any new patches or remasters of games submitted before the cutoff date. It seems like backwards compatibility is going to be a huge feature in the upcoming generation of consoles with both Microsoft and Sony making impressive efforts to preserve their back catalogs. According to Mark Cerny, a leading system architect at Sony, the company has already tested hundreds of PlayStation 4 games, most loved titles, and has no intention of slowing down anytime soon leading up to the launch of the PS5. Yeah, so, so that's cool. I, I'm happy with that. If I, if I can get to play my PS4 games still on the PS5, I, like, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I probably won't trade the PS4 in because I won't need to. Yeah. So that'll potentially wait until another update maybe because maybe there'll be yeah. a PS5 Pro or whatever. So might, yeah, I might yeah. trade it in then just to get a bit more towards it yeah uh if it's anything to go on with what they've done previously i i'd say mm. there will be a pro version later on down the line yeah like five years away yeah. yeah Alrighty. so then the last piece of news is what we talked about so uh it said it's that time of year again so we know that e3 isn't taking place in a physical sense because it was cancelled but most of the big streams that we watch during june each and every year are still taking place with the exception of bethesda and potentially in nintendo all the usual publishers still plan to hold streams in the next six weeks didn't ubisoft say they weren't doing anything though uh they are on there they are on the list i just remember you saying in the news last week that they said they weren't doing anything well, they are on the list, so I can't I can't even remember what I said. So Yeah, cool. Um but I'll read through them and, and you'll see sort of who there is because there's a bunch of different ones happening. So Yeah, cool. Uh so the streams, when do the streams start? So there's already been a big number of streams taking place with the Summer Games Fest, which is lasting all the way until the end of August. Some of these streams below are part of the Summer Games Fest, whilst others are not. Sony, who aren't going to be a part of E three, is going to be a part of the fun kicking off in June with the PS5 reveal event. Well, they're not doing that now. So, <laughs> um, nice. so when to watch the streams in Australian time. So I, so they had the time, the article that I read, they had the times for all the Australian times. I've only written down the Eastern standard times for us. So if you want to check it out, obviously you can work it out. If, if you guys want to, that are listening, want to figure it out for where you are. Um, it's easy enough to look up these times. So you should be sweet to do that. Uh, so it's worth mentioning that Xbox is rumoured to be holding a June stream to showcase more console details before the July 1st party stream. 
and both Square Enix and Warner Brothers were set to hold E3 press conferences and haven't announced that they're cancelled yet. We'll update below as more streams come in. So, Summer Games Fest, when is taking place from May until August. Schedule is available um, and updated each week. We've already seen the announcements of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 and the Unreal Engine Showcase and Valorant's release date revealed on these streams. Uh, so then it's the Sony one, which obviously isn't happening now. There's one called Gorilla Collective, and that is on Sunday, June 7th, starting at 3 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, as I said. Uh, there's the PC Gaming Show, which is Sunday, June 7th as well, starting at 5 a.m. There's Upload VR Showcase is Tuesday, June 9th at 2 a.m. There is Steam Game Festival, which is Tuesday, June 9th until June 14th. Uh, then there's World of Warcraft Shadowlands stream is Wednesday, June 10th at 2 a.m. There's Cyberpunk 2077 stream is Wednesday, June 10th as well. Didn't have a time. Uh, EA Play is Friday, June 12th at 9 a.m. Day of the Devs by the Game Awards is June 23rd, so Tuesday at 1 a.m. Uh, there's the New Game Plus Expo, which we talked about, is Wednesday, June 24th at 1 a.m., and Marvel's Avengers War Table stream is Thursday, 25th of June. Uh, Xbox 2020 first party game stream is July, but to be confirmed on a date. Uh, and then we got Ubisoft Forward is Monday, July 13th at 5 a.m. And the last one is Gamescom opening night live, which will be Tuesday, August 25th at 4 a.m. So cool. a lot of things happening. So a lot of new stuff that we'll be get, getting to see, which is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Cool, man. So, so that's pretty much it for the week. It was a nice one. quick and nice and easy one, but I am well, it happy. sounds like there's going to be a lot of news coming up over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. Yep, starting June now, so we're looking, well, based on that, we're looking right through until August we're going to be getting stuff. So Yeah, it's going to be huge. Yeah. Cool. So I'll be keeping an eye on it. We'll be keeping an eye on it. You'll be able to hear us talking about it. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Good times, man. Cool. All right, sweet. You want to take us out? No worries. So if you're listening to this and have not subscribed already, go find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify. Click that subscribe button. Leave us a review um, and give us that five stars because that will really help us with getting the word out and and getting us into people's feeds and and getting us found. Um, If you want to check out our website, it's walkingthroughgames.com. We've got all our social media stuff, uh, Walking Through Games, so facebook.com slash walkingthroughgames, and Twitter and Instagram are WTG underscore podcast, and then we've got our YouTube channel is Walking Through Games as well, so you just search for all those things and you should be able to find us. Nice one. Cool, man. Nice. All right, sweet. You got any plans for what you're going to play this week? Uh, I haven't haven't looked into some stuff yet. Probably I'd say that Minecraft Dungeons, so that new one. Yeah, cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to having a go on that and seeing so what does it have an end. I'm assuming it does have an end. It does. I looked up how long to beat. It says it's about five hours. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, so it does have an actual story in it. So yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to to seeing what that's all about. Cool. So that'll probably be the main one. Uh, probably be a Cat Quest two and and Division two. Still, that's my main ones that I'm playing at the moment. Yeah, nice one. Cool, man. Yeah. All right, sweet. Oh, good talking to you. And thanks everyone for listening. I'll see you next week, man. No worries. Thanks, guys.